Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the PM Diaries. We're your hosts. My name is Paige. And my name is Maddie. Welcome back, Night Owls. It's Wednesday, November 28th, 2023. 29th. 29th. Is it the 29th? Yeah. Shut up. I know. It's the 29th because Tucker's birthday is tomorrow, but continue. Oh, well, it's the 29th and it's a super cold evening in the Windy City. It's also National Leftovers Day, which I do have to say, I feel like that's a weird day to be today. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would literally be the day after Thanksgiving. You know it, what? what? It is a weird day, but then the day after Thanksgiving, it has to be Black Friday. Yeah. And then you have to have Cyber Monday. And then because you bought so much shit, you have to have Giving Tuesday. So then <laughs> by the time it hits Wednesday, you're looking at the food and you're like, holy shit, what do I do with this food? You're like, okay, now I have time to eat. Let's eat these leftovers. I think as I've gotten older, though, I've adopted our grandma Wheatley's like viewpoint about leftovers. Like Mm -hmm. they just don't do it for me anymore. Yeah. And I've gotten really intentional about trying to cook the correct portion size. Yeah. Because if I have it one night, like I might have it for lunch the next day, but like, I don't want to have it for dinner the next day. You know, I'm kind of split now. Like I I understand that. Like even for the Thanksgiving leftovers, I pretty much only ate them the weekend after Thanksgiving. So like the Thursday, the Friday, the Saturday, I think even by the time the Sunday came, came I stopped eating them because they're not healthy I know so I'm like okay now like my body's a little not okay with this taste anymore like I told you it felt like it was so hard to chew some of the stuff because I'm like I could taste the sugar I could taste the sodium yeah like I had a visceral reaction yeah so I do feel like in that regard I'm kind of with grandma Wheatley like it's not as fresh it's not as good Mm -hmm. it just doesn't hit the same on the next day it doesn't I think it's because a lot of the reason we love Thanksgiving is it's because we're like making these foods that we only have once a year right and I think the fun comes from like preparation and things and then when you actually eat it it's just like I don't know like the food tastes good but it just when it's not Thanksgiving it just the magic is kind of gone yeah no you're right and then on top of that I now that we cooked this year I mean we cooked for another holiday in a previous year yeah but I feel like now that this year it was like we did the whole shebang for Thanksgiving yeah it's funner to eat when you don't cook yeah when you cook and you just sit down and you have this big ass plate you're like bitch i'm tired i know (laughs) excuse me i gotta put this away i gotta clean the kitchen yeah like it's just not as fun (laughs) no it's it's definitely not as fun that's some grown women shit and then i also think about like all the dishes like Mm -hmm. i clean the entire kitchen and then after like i'm stuck with all these dirty dishes again are you fucking kidding me right like what baby bring in the fucking cleanup crew i know because at this point that's what we need literally we might need that i know but it's so nice to be back with you we haven't filmed in so long i honestly don't even want to talk about it because it's just like embarrassing it's not even just embarrassing it's so sad because i feel like this is so fun yes should we give them like a 30 second recap of like why so obviously we had schoolwork, which I feel like is like such a boring excuse. Yes. But then on top of that, like work has just been absolutely insane and we don't bring that information into the space. Yeah. Um, but I, I have been experiencing some experiencing some changes at work, which has made it very difficult. So fucking difficult. And we're in the busy season and it was Black Friday, bitch. I know. And I wasn't shopping, baby. I was working. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that's the quick recap of what's been going on. So moving forward, we'll be we 
Oh my god, I can't even talk. Actually, you know what? I'll, you say, say I'll finish that my every thought. Time. I literally, I know. But moving forward, we'll do a lot better with managing our time. We're learning. We're working on different schedules and things like mm-hmm. that. But for those of y'all who have listened to the podcast, I'm sure you noticed that we sound so much better. Do we, bitch? Yes, yes we do. I sound better. I sounded like I was plugging my nose. You did. Literally like you I was did. holding my nose. You did. You like, do sound I sounded way better. Horrible. So we actually had a trip to our sinus doctor for the first time since we've been in Chicago so and we both have to get surgery yeah on our sinuses but third time third time I know we are not new to this baby we're true to this we've had severe allergies since we were kids Mm -hmm. um and it's being exacerbated by both puppy and the mold in the apartment yep so we'll have to get that figured out but we also got some great medication and thank god for modern medicine bitch because I sound like a human again I know literally like this surgery like like I said, I mentioned earlier, it'll be the third sinus surgery that we have. Yeah. That's why when people are like, oh, just take an Allegra. I'll be like, I have really bad allergies. They're like, oh, have you tried Allegra Claritin? D? I'm like, it's like, bitch, what? The Claritin? Cl- I take four of them bitches a day and it doesn't work. Like, I am Literally. a special case baby. OTC, baby. That, does, that shit does not work on no. me. I can't do over the counter. But I got the best allergy medicine. And this is going to be, like, only, like, resonate for some people. Yes. But I tried the best allergy medication I've ever had in my life. And it was prescribed to me by the doctor. Mm-hmm. And right after I took it, I was like, oh, my God, yes. bitch. Like, it's yes. so good. And there's people that have allergies, congested nose. And then there's people that have sinus issues like i need people to understand the The difference difference, baby you can have seasonal allergies be congested have to blow your nose and then there's people with sinus Sinus issues issues. i have sinus issues please (laughs) don't play with allergies from the grass and whatever else seasonal allergies no exactly it's not but how was your day You know, I had a good day. It was pretty hectic. Um, Honestly, I'm just happy to be home. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy. Like, that's my happy place. Like, when I'm like, okay, I'm on my way home. And I feel like we're in a routine now. Yeah. So that part of my day was really good. But it was stressful. I'm looking forward to the weekend and next week and, like, chilling. So how was your day, though? My day was good. I'm tired. As you know, it's Wednesday. So we've knocked out all the homework for the week, which can be very exhausting. Yep. Um, My weeks are also very top heavy. So that's something I need to work on. Just like restructuring like when I do things front heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Not top heavy bitch. (laughs) Front heavy. So I have to restructure when I do things. But that was a fun little wind down. Are you ready to get into the quick topics? Let's get into the quick topics. One time for the one time for the one time. Oh my God. So you know what's so scary? I don't know if you guys have seen this, but this scary respiratory illness that's going around and it's impacting dogs. Yeah. Like I saw. Yeah. And I saw it on the internet at first and I was like, okay, like I took note of it. I think I sent it in the family chat and then I saw the family chat. And then I saw it on the news and I was like, oh no. So now I'm like terrified. I feel like this is the COVID for dogs. I know. But I canceled Clooney's grooming appointment, bitch. So now Mm -hmm. we're going to, we literally bought clippers on Amazon and we're going to try to glue. Oh my God. We're going to try to groom Clooney ourselves. We'll see how that goes. We're going to see how it goes. My concern is that she's not going to sit still. Like if she's patchy or whatever, 
I really want to actually get good at it because I feel like I could touch it up myself, especially now that I'm going to have like these new and improved sinuses. Yeah. But like, I really want to get good at it. I feel like it's like, it's not rocket science. I know it's a skill and it's hard, Yeah. but groomers get more expensive by the day Mm -hmm. and it's not rocket science. So if I could maintain by myself, why not? And it's not like Clooney even has like a special cut or like a bougie cut. Like we very much just get her a poodle cut, which is like a rounded face and like shorter body fur and a longer tail like mm-hmm. to me I don't think it's that hard but then again I could just be looking at something like it's not hard and then all and actuality it's fucking hard because but I feel like she's not gonna sit still she's, she's definitely a diva. not she's not gonna sit still my concern is that we're gonna end up taking her to the groomer because she's just not gonna sit still and she needs this fur well, off of I her. can't take her to the groomer because I'm not gonna allow her to go anywhere and get sick if we take her to PetSmart on an off time and stare through the window we might be able to but that no. groomer we were taking her to where all the dogs get to party and they come in at the same oh. time Hell no. Oh hell no! I walked into that groomer and I was like, "Have we no fucking manners or coots? Have why, we no leashes? Why is and my dog kennels? not in her crate? She should be in a little crate separated from, from y'all, the dogs. from your badass dogs in there with the pillow sleeping. Yeah, until she gets her hair cut. Why is she not being treated like a diva? Why is she not being treated like a treated like a queen? I walked in, bitch. I was like, she ain't no type of diva. She ain't no <laughs> she diva. She ain't no diva, baby. So we're still shopping around for groomers a little bit, but in the meantime time i guess her mommies will just have to do on yeah this one. her mommies are definitely going to be doing the cut it's funny because like in this this hiatus i guess it is a full-blown it's a hiatus. hiatus i don't even want to talk that. and it this embarrassing sick. ass hiatus that i did not fucking ask for it this is very much a narrative that we did not ask to be included in honey no. if i was going to take a hiatus i wanted to be like a traveling the world hiatus not a i'm doing bullshit and fucking around all day hiatus exactly but we did have the time to start a new tv show yes um so we started special forces it's been all over tiktok like jojo siwa's on the show tyler cameron there's a lot of celebrities yeah so it's been making its rounds on the interwebs yes but um we did start the show it is so good it's so good and it's funny too because i had seen the clips of jojo siwa carrying tom sandoval yeah but i guess i didn't know what the show was actually about Mm -hmm. um so for those of you who don't watch it it's uh, number one it's it's kind of based off of other shows that we've seen in the past but i'll get into that um shortly it basically just follows celebrities who are going through military like basically specialization training like it's not just what you would see i guess at basic training it's like what you would see when you're trying out for the marines or seal team six green berets like whatever that is it is so intense like i was watching the show and in the back of my head i'm like i think i could do it like i think i could do anything i put my mind to Mm -hmm. but that shit is so hard yeah no it's so hard i definitely think i could do it but that is one of those shows i don't know if i'd sign up for why because i just don't know okay you know you really have to just determine sometimes and decipher whether or not that's something you want to do i just don't know yeah i don't know the jumping the crawling like i i really don't i don't even like fucking roller coasters like you know me that's true you don't even like roller coasters i think i could do it i think it would probably be the biggest challenge ever mm-hmm. but what would really scare me is the water stuff exactly the the stuff where you're dealing with like heights and 
like I touched on before, there's actually a show on the History Channel called The Selection. Mm -hmm. And it's very similar to Special Forces. To me, it looks like someone kind of adopted the concept and applied it to celebrities. It's very similar. But that show is crazy because they can keep you longer. Like, people typically don't have as busy of schedules and stuff like this. Like, there's no time constraint. And it's insane. Like, on that show, they tortured you. Like, it's just, it's it's too much. So, I definitely, I feel like I've always had respect for people in the armed forces and stuff but i feel like i've never had visibility to like what goes on in their training exactly and it's kind of fascinating like i'm down a rabbit hole right now yeah no it's very fascinating hats off and then even just coming off of the heels wasn't it veterans day like sometime Mm -hmm. recently yeah coming off of the heels of that it's definitely a lot more respect and understanding i guess to kind of understand what they go through exactly um but speaking of like tv news mark cuban did announce that he is exiting shark tank i saw that what are your thoughts i'm not surprised i'm not surprised either because i feel like he he like has a lot of clout i think he's ready to retire though like that's the vibe i got because the mavericks is also what is it the dallas mavericks Mm -hmm. the, the sports team that he owns he's shopping around to sell it to a wealthy family i think he's stepping into the next phase of his career Mm -hmm. let's also not forget he has a very successful career he doesn't need shark tank like Mm -hmm. sure it's nice but he's already kind of done his big one and probably has all the investments that you can imagine like he doesn't really need it i guess and i think he's ready to transition into the next step of his career and i don't blame him for that because i'm going to be honest with you I think if I like got to a certain point, I would retire. Bitch, no matter. I want to retire right now. I and know. I'm 25. I know. I would literally retire, and that's what like we have always been very focused and motivated people. But I would even read like personal memoirs and stuff, and mm-hmm. I would see people talking about like even Tan France's book, his memoir. He talked about how he retired at like 30 yes. or 33 or something. Yes. I'm like, yes, bitch. I and know. that's what I've been manifesting since I was a teenager. Yes, but it's just like you're not meant to work your entire life away. Like I'm a huge proponent of that, and like that doesn't impact my work ethic or anything like that. But bitch, this is not normal. Just no. working yourself to the bone. It's like, not normal. I don't know. That's and- why. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say, and I think that's why there's so much of a blessing in doing something you enjoy. Yeah. Like, even if you don't get the paycheck you might want, doing something you enjoy, that's yeah. kind of... Because you're going to have to do like it work. for so long. I know. you're. It's basically a lifetime commitment. It is. Like, growing up, choosing a career path. I think for us, we kind of always known what we wanted to do. Yeah. Um, so it's a little bit different, but it's just like, oh my goodness, bitch. I don't know. But who would you like to see replace him? You know what? I don't know. I think it has to be a giant in the sports world. You know who I want to see? Who? Well, you know they always have that one guy who owns, like, the kind bars. Like, when he's out, they kind of always have him sub in. Uh For me, I think one of my favorite things, because I love Shark Tank, but I think my favorite thing is when they have the different sharks on kind of visiting. So, like, the Bethany Frankels of the world or kind of, like, random people who have built super successful businesses. I think that would be cool. I think it would be really cool, though, to have a younger voice on that panel mm-hmm. um i don't think age really matters when it comes to knowing how to run a successful business so i would like to see either a millennial or a gen z voice and i think it would be perfect if they chose someone from the forbes 30 under 30 list that they recently announced so that's kind of just my two cents on that yeah that would be an interesting choice i do think some diversity in age would be cool yeah um i'm not against like bethany frankel when she was on the show she did a very good job the mm-hmm. founder of Spanx did a very good job yeah. on the show um, but 
Kim someone, would be cool. Kim as would hell be amazing on the show. I yeah, would love Chris. to see that because clearly she's got her finger on the pulse of what's good. Yeah. Um. But I, I'm open to a lot. I think that's yeah. what makes the show unique. I do know that a lot of the talent that comes onto the show they're gonna miss Mark because he was really into all that sports shit. Mm-hmm. He had all the connections. Like we need someone that's well fucking connected. connected bitch, I agree. I'm I saying agree. this like I've watched the show anytime recently. Oh my god, I freaking love Shark Tank. <laughs> I, I used to watch that shit. Like you I told watch you, I'm a TV whore. Like mm-hmm. I would sit down in front of the TV and try to figure out like valuations and stuff. And yes. if they came in with a super low percentage, I'm like, oh hell no, bitch. <laughs> like who are you trying to play? Exactly. But, who are you trying to get cute for? I know. But speaking of Forbes 30 under 30 they recently like i said announced their class of 2024 so Mm -hmm. some of the people i went through the list i like skimmed it um lotto is on the list kendall jenner alex earl sorry (laughs) alex earl is on the list jenna ortega and lexi underwood those were some of the ones that stuck out for me yeah just the immediately like recognizable names Mm -hmm. but it's just interesting to me how they curate their list it was cool i know i do i wonder what that selection process looks like like do you apply i don't know that's what i want to know like because not everybody is well known on the list no and that's why i'm like is there an application process do your agents pitch it like what does that selection process look like another person that was on the list was drewski he actually made the list as a 29 year old right under so that's like iconic as fuck that he made that list yeah um so yeah that was really cute to look at i think those lists have got to be exciting like i almost feel like that's like a title that sticks with you for a whole year Mm -hmm. like talk about a resume it's like a pageant title can you imagine putting forbes 30 under 30 on your resume no i couldn't that's actually crazy we're manifesting actively yeah, we but that's so cool that. like no, so cool super cool um another exciting thing was the renaissance movie premiere obviously the girls showed up and showed out we yep. got beyonce targaryen with the <laughs> white hair oh my god i thought she looked stunning that color on her i beautiful. thought the other blonde was good she I was know. doing her big one in she that did color her big one it was absolutely beautiful it perfectly matched the carpet it matched her dress perfectly and i just thought it was a statement and a moment definitely i know there was some drama surrounding it but i kind of don't even want to address it like mama Me tina kind of had to get on there and drag some bitches. really i didn't even see Girl, that yeah, those bitches are delulu i know i'm like she looked great just leave it alone but i thought some other of my most like best dressed um that i saw on the renaissance carpet i loved what coco jones had on i loved it i didn't even see she had a beautiful flowy purple dress on um and it was just gorgeous um another favorite for me was kelly roland Mm -hmm. i really liked what she had on it was so perfectly fitting yes Yes. it was gorgeous what about you um, I thought it was cute that like all of Destiny Chi- Destiny's Child was reunited, um, but Beyonce was the stunner for me. Honey, Honey Balenciaga's outfit was cute. Mm-hmm. Honey dyed her hair black for the outfit, and it looks like I was expecting. What's Clooney doing? I have no Clooney. idea. Clooney, here Come. you can go get her. She's oh. Um, but Honey did dye her hair black. I thought it was just like a spray or something, but it looks like she actually dyed her hair black. I do kind of miss the blonde, but it was perfect with the outfit. I can't even complain. I just feel like blonde is her signature. I know her hair was so on brand. It was literally Honey, but I'm not mad at seeing her switch it up. Um, yeah. 
Alrighty, moving on. There was some additional updates with Miriam Webster. What um, did you call it? Miriam. Is it Miriam? It's Miriam. Why did you call it Miriam? It kind of reminds me of like that girl we knew. Oh, you know? were you being silly? And no, I missed but it. like who who called her Miriam? Somebody called her Miriam. Her before. name was Miriam. Oh, really? Her name was Miriam, and I want to say her last name so fucking bad, but oh, I don't, don't. want to call anybody out. No. But imagine somebody in high school having the name Miriam, and then their last name fucking rhymes with their first name <laughs> bitch that name was That's, so iconic you i would meant walk to around be a celebrity like, i know i would walk around repeating that shit just for fun but go ahead literally um so the word of the year for 2023 was authentic interesting which is defined in part as not false or imitation and also true to one's own personality spirit or character miriam webster accredits say um says that we have seen an increase in searches for this word because the line between real and fake become increasingly blurred thanks in part to AI and social media. I don't believe that. That's what they said. I don't believe that the word authentic was your most like, come on. I do. I, I just feel like they just wanted a way to talk about AI. Other top search words this year were deep fake, Riz, which is like short for charisma for the mm. girlies who don't know and indict. I feel like the the most searched word would have been indict or something. I Are know it's serious. It's such a silly hill, but I just feel like they wanted a reason to talk about AI. Like it's been the year of AI. It's been yeah. The, I really do. But also, you noticing like it it was the year of AI. Like we saw this huge strike with SAG after and everything just to try to protect themselves from being replaced by AI in the future. Yeah. I mean, we even had recently a big news publication. I want to say it was like Sports Illustrated or something. Just came under fire because people were accusing them of using ai to write their articles now like it's a big what? big deal wait yes. what you said like sports i want to say it was sports illustrated but don't quote me let's, let's um, fact check that so we don't get sued <laughs> um but like while you're looking into that i think honestly i'm trying to think what word of the year i would choose yeah. sports illustrated according to cbs news sports illustrated was accused of passing ai articles off as human created Shut content the but up. they came out and they vehemently denied it so i do feel like people were and also let's not forget like all those people using ai to do headshots and stuff like that like i don't know maddie it might have really been the top search and i think it was but it should have been ai then it should have been artificial intelligence or something it shouldn't have been authentic. authentic well people were looking up how can you tell the real from the fake though and Shout then you out. also have wait people looking up words of like how can i show up as my authentic self and the workplace or at my family's fucking Thanksgiving. what is it family reunion dinner that they're having and I've been in the closet for 10 years it's like people are always looking stuff up like that's that, true you know? I mean uh, there there is a big onus on authentic you may have just sold it for me a little bit more I don't know why I've been so skeptical of this shit I, why? I, because you're I, so not a skepticism I'm like person. I'm, I'm so not a skeptic because I don't care enough to really put that much thought into <laughs> it but the more and more I just run shit through my head the more and more I'm like if it's too corny then yeah. I just automatically feel like it's a statement. Oh god! Literally, bitch. not that you statements think are wrong. Bring attention to fucking artificial intelligence. I just think they wanted a reason to talk about AI, just so they have sound like they have their finger on the pulse. I think AI I is know. definitely going to change a lot of things, and it, it can be used very dangerously if not 
properly regulated but that's a different conversation yep we'll yeah. see girl we getting into the damn robot weeds, days bitch we getting into the weeds but <sighs> you ready to get into further ado oh sorry no you're i fine. messed go up ahead. the whole jingle no What's, go ahead oh is that the jingle it's the jingle bitch you don't forgot what the jingle was because it's been so long since we filmed. go ahead and remind me then i don't i don't even know if i remember the jingle I bitch i almost forgot how to open up the podcast <laughs> it's all right, well, that's enough. Um, we're done with the, the wind down for the wind down. Well, you said the wind down was how was your day? See, oh, we really shit. fucked up. I the really jingle. fucked up. I, oh my god. Okay, bitch. whatever. But let's get into these bedtime let's stories. Let's get into these bedtime stories. Um, am I going first? Or are you? Um, you know what? Let me go first, only because I wrote this article and structured it a certain way. Didn't write gotcha. it, but you get it. So, story one: the LGBTQ plus rights group sues over Iowa law banning school library books. Um, and the gender identity discussion. Several families are suing to stop Iowa's new law that bans books from school libraries, forbids teachers from raising LGBTQ plus issues, and forces educators in some cases to out the gender identity of students to their parents. The American Civil Liberties Union, um, also known as the ACLU, of Iowa and Lambda announced the federal lawsuit Tuesday, saying the law passed earlier this year by the Republican-led legislature and enacted this fall, quote, seeks to silence LGBTQ plus students, erase any recognition of LGBTQ plus people from public schools, and bans books with sexual or LGBTQ plus content. Under the law, educators are forbidden from raising gender identity and sexual orientation issues with students through grade six, and school administrators are required to notify parents if students ask to change their pronouns or names. The law section that bans books depicting sex acts from school libraries includes an exception for religious texts like the Christian Bible. The First Amendment does not allow our state or our schools to remove books or issue blanket bans on discussion and materials simply because a group of politicians or parents find them offensive, ACLU attorney Thomas Story said. Governor Kim Reynolds, who signed the measure into law, defended it as, quote, protecting children from pornography and sexually explicit content. Um, she goes on to say that books with graphic depictions of sex acts have absolutely no place in our schools. Um, one plaintiff in Iowa City high school senior, Puck Carlson, said in an online news conference that the law is having a devastating effect on Iowa LGBTQ plus students. She has watched her younger LGBTQ plus sister struggle to feel safe in school since the law took effect, saying, quote, school is one of the main places that children read and being able to access literature in which you can see yourself is instrumental to a student's discovery of themselves. It certainly was to to me so removing these books not only makes people less visible but it also stops students from discovering and being true to themselves penalties for violating the law will go into effect january 1st and place administrators teachers librarians and other school staff at risk of disciplinary action including termination and loss of their state professional education license wow Oh my yeah. gosh. Okay, We've so this kind of seen this taking over, unfortunately, taking over in a lot of states across the nation. Though I think something similar was um enacted in Florida with the book ban. Yeah. And stuff. It's just such a weird it's and a fucked weird up ass hill, hill to me. 
this article did come from the Associated Press, yeah. um, by the way, but it is such a weird hill. It's almost like, do you not realize all that's going on? Like, yeah. you would think these people exist on Mars. Yeah. Like, I really, but you well, know you, what? I, they they kind of do. They because do. I think they're. They exist in a bubble. They're, they exist in, in like 16 and 1438. Like, it's almost like I think they're trying to bring back. And it's it's really weird to see this number one from the Republican Party because they cry out about censorship and exactly. sensitivity and why are you so triggered and all this other stuff, bitch? Why are you triggered? Like you're being you're doing this, taking up this weird archaic thing where you're now trying to take away literature. Number one, in my opinion, that's a violation of the First Amendment yeah. because they're writing these words. Why are you banning their words? And then for her to say that she tied LGBTQ literature with saying it as protecting children from pornography and sexually explicit content that is so dangerous that's what i was gonna say it's like you can't even keep track with what you're reading because they're conflating several different Mm -hmm. issues mixing it together and pinning it on the world like a favorite villain of these people which is the lgbtq community yeah blaming them for shit that doesn't have a goddamn thing to do with them it's a weird ass hill you have plenty of other things to be worried about Mm -hmm. and i'm so serious like people before would just say that just like as a whatever like a rebuttal yeah but literally you need to focus on winning yeah if you even want to be in office if you even want to win but i also find it to be a familiar phenomenon what do you with mean? a nice alliteration there oh wait our alliteration <laughs> bitch, what the fuck? it's not an alliteration bitch, what the it's fuck? not bitch, it's not an alliteration because, because it starts, with a different starts with the p bitch i know Go whatever ahead. with a familiar rhyme whatever the fuck just forget i said that but um going after education they want to keep people dumb Mm -hmm. they want people to listen to their own stories about these fucking idiot ass stories yeah don't listen to me don't listen to these books Mm -hmm. don't listen to these books listen to me it's like such a familiar thing it just makes me happy though i think the silver lining here is the on the down part is kids won't be exposed to these books in schools they might not ever come across them but the good thing is they aren't stopping shit. Yeah, because library people can get books online. They can get books online. People have social media. Kids exactly. are being exposed to these things much younger. We have things like RuPaul's Drag Race, which is bringing or Pose or whatever show you want to say. Exactly. Like LGBTQ culture is infiltrating mainstream, bitch. Thank we don't God. need the books anymore. And it's unfortunate because you have people who put these really thoughtful books together mm-hmm. to help young kids who are struggling, help them to on their journey of figuring out their gender identity or yep. figuring out their sexuality this is that the third and now they're kind of they're it's it's almost like the erasure of that in the yeah. school system which kind of imprints children so young they're they're attacking what like we learned in school there's the hard influence and there's the soft influence yeah you know they they have the hard influence the supreme court and all these other fucking bitches that just want to do whatever the hell they want and make people live in the fucking 1920s again yeah and now they're attacking the soft influence which is the books the tv shows Mm -hmm. the movies the music the video games and it also puts me in the mindset of too, because I know recently books have been something that has been utilized. You know, Got Make, you mentioned RuPaul's Drag mm-hmm. Race, Got Make from RuPaul's Drag Race, and Gigi Gorgeous, who's a popular YouTuber, mm-hmm. um, released a book called The Tea Guide. And like Trixie Mattel was talking about going to that book release party and how informative it was for people. And, you know, like they are, they're doing it for a reason. Yeah. Like it, they're attacking soft influence because their staunch asses couldn't get anything done. Just 
just with the hard influence. Yeah. But what I will say is I don't think it's going to get them anywhere. Me neither. I think this is like uh, if they were to pass this and in like mm-hmm. similar states that have passed it, it's like a small win. Like, I okay, agree. you won a little tiny ass battle. But like the war, baby, yeah. you lost that. A oh, long they lost time the ago. war. They lost the war. Um, I think that the Republican Party is having a major identity crisis. They let some fucking hijackers take the control Oops. of that plane. What was that? Um, I don't know, girl. They Go let ahead. some hijackers take control of that plane, and that yeah. But what I will say is, hopefully, the families and the cultural shift that we're kind of now seeing with acceptance and things like that. I feel like my mic is kind of messed up. Can you push really? my my headphones in real quick? Um, but we're starting to see acceptance more in families, acceptance more at home. And I think this just gives an opportunity for parents to step up, Mm -hmm. um, and hopefully ensure that their, their kids are getting the education that they need. Yeah, definitely. Now, because there's issues with it, getting the message, getting across, you're right. This is definitely a window for mentors, Mm -hmm. teachers, family members. Yeah. And TV shows before they try to ban that. Exactly. All right. Story two. Kylie Jenner says the biggest challenge of building Kylie Cosmetics was proving people wrong, including her mom, Chris. People magazine reports Chris Jenner had her doubts about Kylie Cosmetics. While chatting with Jennifer Lawrence for Interview Magazine, Kylie Jenner revealed that her mom was not initially sold on the Kylie Lip Kit, the business's first product, which, as Lawrence phrased it, shut down the entire Internet in 2015. You were a young teenager that was experimenting with your own makeup. What was the biggest challenge from taking that to actual reality, she asked, adding that a lot of people think that influence makes everything easier, but a lot of times it can obviously be a hindrance. The beauty mogul, who is 26, agreed, telling the actress proving people wrong was a challenge, but so was building it from the ground up. The reality star recalled ordering the minimum of 5,000. Wow, only Mm 5,000? I would have thought she would have gone harder, but I understand. Play it safe. Um, the minimum of 5,000 of the lip kits, a liquid lipstick and lip liner in three colors, Dolce K, Candy K, and True Brown. And said Chris was worried she may be stuck with the products long past their launch date. She was like, you better be ready, Kylie, because you might have a lot of lip kits in your garage for the rest of your life. So you better love these colors, she recalled. Luckily for Chris and Kylie, the lip kits sold out almost immediately and broke the internet in the process. And then it broke in two seconds. And that's when we were like, okay, how do we do this? How do we make these faster and better, Kylie recalled. After the success of the lip kits, she and Chris drove all over California, visiting factories the reality star recalled. Finding the best manufacturer was difficult. We were a new company, so growing in front of a lot of people was hard, she said, adding that you don't have to you don't have room to make mistakes. But it wasn't a bad thing, she clarified. It was so successful and it was the best time of my life. Wow. Yeah, the mic is tweaking. Yeah, it is. I don't think it's impacting our sound. Cool. Um, this story was really interesting to me because I was kind of surprised that Chris was not a non-believer, I don't want to say that, but just kind of skeptical yeah. of how successful these lip products could be. Me too. That surprises me. I know. I because know. Because this was, and maybe it's because Chris didn't spend a lot of time on social media, maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's an assumption here. But, like, King Kylie was an era. It was an era, bitch. Everybody was talking about those lip injections. Yeah. Everybody was wondering what was on her lips. Yes. Like, if you, the people that really had their finger to the pulse would have mm-hmm. known that, the, of course, that shit was going to sell out. Yeah. I know. And I do think, too, it's also that, that 
the the fact of like having to believe in yourself even when the people closest to you kind of don't see the vision Mm -hmm. or can't relate to it and chugging along um kylie brought up the fact that she was like you know one of her favorite things i think she said was like proving people wrong yeah to me i think i'm more so focused on like proving myself right or proving it to myself um because i think like I mean, if somebody's going to be a hater from the beginning, bitch, even if after you're successful, they'll be coming up with reasons for it to be a fluke. Oh, mm-hmm. Kylie's a Nepo baby. That's why it was successful because her sister was Kim Kardashian. And this is that in the third. Um, so I don't know. The story was interesting to me for sure. It was so interesting, but it's funny because I think you're right. I think when you view it through the lens of proving myself right, there's a natural byproduct of also proving a lot of people wrong. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a reluctance to believe in things. There's a reluctance to support people, all of that whole nine yards. But it's funny too, because I actually bought a I I don't think it was a lip kit. Was it a lip kit? We bought a lip kit. You know what my favorite lip kit is? I think it's the same one. Let is it Mary Jo? Oh, Mary Jo. Yes. Mary, Mary Jo. jo. Mary Jo is a beautiful red, oh and I gosh. love the lip liner and it's the lip so gloss. It's so fucking good. Yeah. I think it just goes back to a message of almost like believing in yourself. Mm-hmm. If you have a product that's true to yourself that you connect with and that you're willing to kind of put your all into success in whatever way it looks like, it doesn't always have to be billion dollar status. Right. But it's inevitable. And I think that's one of the, been one of the most exciting things to see just as I, I call it the day of like social media entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we've seen the Kardashians capitalize on that, but then you see other people, other influencers capitalize on that. One person that's coming to mind right now is Jada Chivas. Mm-hmm. Um, she's an Instagram model and like Instagram baddie, whatever the term is that you want to say it, but she also owns a r- successful clothing line. And before mm-hmm. that she owns a successful hair care business yeah. and I think, or hair business, not hair care. Mm-hmm. But I think that there's a common thread throughout. And it's like, even with the naysayers, even with the doubters, no matter how close they are to you. Yeah you believe in yourself Mm -hmm. and that's enough to make some shit shake yeah and i i really do love that there's some some great businesses right now that have taken off strictly from social media oh yeah it's it's learning how to use or wield whatever it is that you have going for you um and hopefully flip it into what can be a profitable business for yourself Mm -hmm. and i think that's cool and there's a lesson in that um as well so very interesting story but Moving on, so story three, diplomas for sale for $465 inside one of Louisiana's unapproved schools. Arlia Martin accepted her high school diploma with relief and gratitude. It was her ticket to better paying work, she felt, after getting kicked out of high school and toiling for eight years at factory jobs to support her children. Saying, quote, this is a new path for me to get on with my life, she said. But Martin didn't take any classes or pass any tests to receive her degree. She got it in July from a school where students can get a high school diploma for $465. Unlike public schools, formal homeschooling programs or traditional private schools, nearly 9,000 private schools in Louisiana don't need state approval to grant degrees. The place where Martin got her diploma, Springfield Preparatory School, bills itself as an umbrella school for Christian homeschoolers. Most students there do attend the school to work toward an education through actual classes or tutoring. Some homeschooling families come for art or science, others for services like career guidance, test prep, and, quote, explanation and support in their parental rights, said Sibley Morrison. Some, such as Arlia Martin, go straight for a diploma. 
kicked out of high school during the 10th grade for what she said was self-defense during an altercation. Martin tried a military-style program for at-risk use, but finished without her GED. Then, this summer, she met Sibley Morrison, the CEO, founder, and principal of Springfield Prep. Within days of meeting Morrison, Arlia visited her office and had a diploma in her hands. The document was backdated to 2015, when she would have graduated high school. Morrison says the diploma recognizes the value of educational experiences outside of the classroom. Um, this reporting is from the Associated Press. Wow. I didn't That's... even know this was a thing. Me neither. I feel like there's so many fucking loopholes and shit that we don't know anything about i know and of course like after i was reading this story i was like what you can buy a diploma yeah if i'm not mistaken the article or something that i read cited illinois as being a state that this can happen in no as way. well as another state in the south oh my god i don't know if i have a strong reaction to this story i think for me i can kind of see it as being in the middle um i think it's interesting just because as i read through the story um on arlia martin's diploma that she received it was citing things that were incorrect basically saying her diploma was recognized by the state of louisiana that was not true sibley morrison then the ceo and founder of the school had to come out and say oh that was a mistake we didn't mean to do that Oh, my God. And another interesting fact that was in this story was that the number of students in unapproved private schools has nearly doubled from around 11,600 in 2017 to 21,000 in 2022, according to state records. And that excerpt was also from this article. But when you look at it in terms of a lot of people have been paying for degrees, yeah. even if they get an actual degree. Yeah. I mean, it's like the college admission scandal. Like, you think it stops with admission? Yeah. Like, baby, they pay their people get admitted to school, pay their way. Like, come on. Yeah. And like, if they aren't paying their way through school, they're paying their way through the testing to get you into a, yep, a school. Exactly. They're paying to get certain dorms that they want. They're yep. paying to pass classes, have paper writers and things. Yep. And for money me, rules the world. Money rules the world for sure. And for me, like she said that they're not doing it for money. And I think part of that can be fair only because it does seem like Sibley Morrison to me is really conscious of protecting i guess to me christian parents is what she's saying mm -hmm. i would say her type of christianity um but it's interesting because i don't know if someone should have to be punished for the rest of their life for a mistake that they made in 10th grade yeah and when you look at a lot of the other options like sure you can go back to some sort of I don't know if they're vocational schools or whatever it is. And I don't want to be offensive, um, but just alternative schools, I think is the, the better word. I feel like but, vocational was nicer than alternative. Okay. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter. It's not mean anyway. I'm just, I'm okay. just, what do they say? I'm just, whatever. Go ahead. I just don't want to be offensive. I think like sometimes it can be uncomfortable to be a 30 year old or however you all are. And you have to go back into school and sit with 16 year olds. And then you might have people looking at you crazy. Discriminating against you. And then you. even though GEDs are considered to be an equivalent of a diploma, um, GEDs, for those of y'all who don't know, general education development, it's an alternative to a diploma, but they're equal. 
basically. Um, colleges accept GEDs and stuff like that. I feel like there could be kind of a scarlet letter that comes with having a GED. Potentially, for sure. And I think that's also what's attracting people to buying their diplomas. Yeah, I, I think you're probably right here. And like I said, like it, some people might really need this based on yeah. whatever reason. And I'm not going to get bent out of shape about people buying degrees because they've been buying degrees and, and they still will are. keep buying degrees. Do you think that it cheapens the value of a diploma? I think it's already cheap. Okay. I, I do. I genuinely think. Why it's, do you think it's already cheap? Wait, you remind me of Aaron Andrews. When do you said I? That. Why? For some reason, because she was like, why? Why is, are, why is he saying he's laughing at you? Oh, my God. I know. I, the reason I say that is because a lot of people have them. And so the more and more people that have stuff, we see the value of it or the inherent value or implied value decrease. If every, just like everyone had a high school degree, then you needed a four year bachelor's. Everyone got that. Now it's a master's. Now a shit ton of people have masters and it's okay. Well, what's your specialty? Okay. Well, what grad, what other graduate program did you do? So I think inherently it's already cheap. Okay. Now is it cheap for books and buses and uh, materials and uh, uniforms and everything else that people pay out of pocket for those degrees? No. But I think the inherent value of a degree decreases over the years. I think that can be true as well. And I do think it can be it can become very subjective, just like how Sibley said, like it recognizes the value of educational experiences outside of the classroom. That's fair. This lady, she dropped out of high school or whatever, or was kicked out of high school. And after that, she immediately entered the workforce. She has children now and things like that. And maybe now her educational value is equivalent in her eyes or someone else's eyes to high school diploma yeah the story was like super interesting to me though and i feel like i'm just like thinking about the situation in a different way Mm -hmm. i'm trying to be open-minded so yeah Yeah. interesting i wouldn't be surprised if we saw this kind of in more states i wouldn't be surprised especially because they're using their religious freedom to protect this right exactly and i wouldn't be surprised if it happens even in states that it's not supposed to honestly i feel like the more and more ironclad you make a system the more and more fucking loopholes people are going to find to make a way mm-hmm. like it's just going to happen yeah um is this next article from tmz because i feel like this yes. title gives tmz it is okay <laughs> ti and tiny son king gets physical with dad over nepo baby taunts ti kicked off the atlanta falcons 50th anniversary of hip-hop celebration sunday and almost wound up kicking his son king's ass when a family dispute in the stands got physical Following the performance, T.I. and King engaged in what started as a playful back and forth, but quickly spiraled into a physical altercation inside their suite at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. That's why you don't ever play fight. It always turns into a real fight. It always escalates. King began live streaming on Instagram where he pleaded his case that he knew about hardships like living with roaches while growing up. To which famous parents scoffed at his story and claimed he'd run to his grandmother's house to suck the pacifier because he wasn't allowed in their mansion. King reached his breaking point and began to scream he's known for standing on business. To which T.I. stepped in and told him he was not only embarrassing the family, but himself as well. Mm -hmm. King can then be heard pleading for T.I. to get off him. And you can see T.I. come into the frame in an attempt to subdue his son. He apparently succeeded. T.I. secured King in a headlock and told him, boy, you can't do nothing with me. Ain't shit you can do with me. 
as multiple people in the background can be heard pleading for King to stop before the camera cuts off. Mm. Afterward, King blew off some steam on IG stories, although many of his followers informed him he was royally tripping and his parents were right. In the Instagram story, he said, I don't give a fuck who you are. Motherfucker can't play with me in my face. Not going for that. I'm a grown ass man now. If I'm a mistake, say that. Stop making the world think you fuck with me when you don't. So some other interesting developments. King was being offered interviews. He did demand $10,000 in pay mm. to do any interviews Damn, or that he means wasn't we can't talking. Have him on the PM diaries. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Um, and then actually another interesting development, the shade room actually reported earlier that King and his brother Damani, who we also uh, saw showcased on, was it the the family Family hustle? Hustle. We love that show. Um, but he, they released a uh, track called father like sons. Mm. And, um, I don't know, I guess they, Child, I didn't listen to it. We could follow up tomorrow, but I think that they were on the same page. Now, what's interesting is for the OG fans, T.I. has a daughter named Deja who's fairly young. And I remember when Deja turned, I think, 18, like T.I. did some misogynistic interview talk about he checked to see if he's if she's a virgin or not and Mm -hmm. carrying on all this weird shit. And so ever since that happened, I remember like I would look at his kids and they just never seemed happy. Yeah. And I remember telling Paige like, oh, my gosh, I just feel bad. Like his kids, they genuinely seem depressed. Like yeah. when pictures of King hit the Internet, when he was fighting at school, like all these things, I was like, they legitimately seem depressed. Yeah. And obviously I can't speak to their personal feelings. But one thing that I can speak for is. This is a cry for help. Oh, yeah. This was a scream for help. Yeah. Oftentimes, we'll see children lash out when they don't feel heard or understood. Mm -hmm. I think the most poignant thing about what King said was, if I'm a mistake, just say that and stop making the world think you fuck with me when When you you don't. don't. I also thought it was interesting that throughout the entire argument or a lot of what we saw on Instagram Live, T.I. was saying things like, you're embarrassing the family, you're embarrassing yourself, as to shame his behavior and his cry for help and to me it was gaslighting yeah it's like just because he's acting out now and it's in a public setting i'm not embarrassed for king no i don't think king should be embarrassed because a lot of times when you see younger people lashing out getting loud maybe not expressing themselves in the best way possible i did that shit too that's Mm -hmm. why i'm saying i can recognize it it's because um they're learning how to like wield their voice they're learning how to find their power and it was just, uh, it's it's so unfortunate. Um, and the, I mean, how many kids do they have? Don't they have quite a few? They, they have, have Baby lot. Harris. They have, I don't, her I name is Eris. Zanique, Deja. There's, there's a few of them. Yeah. I'm like losing count right now. But it just seems like they always, like I remember, okay, I don't want to get too much into it because I feel like that would be a lot of speculation. Yeah. But I, I think you're right, Paige. Like I think, as you mature Mm -hmm. and like i'm not exactly sure how old king is but i know he said he he's a man now what did he say (laughs) i'm a grown-ass man now so i'm assuming he's 18 at least Mm -hmm. when you get older and it's like all of that aggression is pent up Mm -hmm. and it's like i feel like you've been wronging me or you haven't been listening to me or you've been doing this and you blow up to a boiling point i'm Mm -hmm. not embarrassed for him at all that's the thing like 
if you pay attention older generations oftentimes want to like shame you into being quiet because it doesn't fit their image yeah and if you also pay attention to these people on social media that need to shut the fuck up because (laughs) respectfully you have no idea what king's experience could have possibly been you're just assuming oh he's out of line he's a kid he's being disrespectful sometimes you only can be disrespectful because you're so damn frustrated exactly like just stop saying oh king you're wrong king you're wrong Mm -hmm. if anything we should be giving king resources to maybe learn how to better express himself yeah whatever but i'm just like why are you taking a side you're just assuming that the parent is right they always do that shit when little scrappy's daughter came out when imani came out and there was the the, no wait not little scrappy's daughter well she did come out but she came out against bambi when caesar from black ink when his daughter came out about how he was treating her they said allegedly there would they said that the same shit about oh you're just Mm -hmm. disrespectful then there was another was it kirk franklin's son like he came out against his dad and said stuff and they wanted to Mm -hmm. shut him up because he makes his parents have money money. and get the fuck out of here what's money respectfully a lot of these people they're kind of on the back end of their career unless we potentially see a revamp um and that's (laughs) not shade no it's not shade it's a having a deep understanding of money and why do people tell you to shut the fuck up just because your parents had money even when russell simmons kids came out exactly um i'm forgetting uh, uh, and Ming. Ming, Ming and Aoki came out against their dad and how he was basically allegedly utilizing money to control them, calling them out of their name, calling them all types of bitches and all this other stuff. Yeah. And they said, oh, shut up. We don't want to hear it because your parents had money. But it goes just back- because your parents have money does not mean they share it with you. Or it doesn't mean that they're good parents. Do no. you forget the rich people like back, back, back in the day were the ones shipping their kids off to nannies. Yeah. Princess Diana popularized taking care of your kids yes. when you're a royal and when you're rich yeah they were shipping their fucking kids off yeah and don't even get me started on the slavery days where they were shipping their kids off to the black women that they were enslaving yeah so that's why i'm saying like just because people have money status resources it doesn't make them good yeah parents. it just shows that you're jealous of the money status and or perceived resources. money status and resources that they have because what your parents didn't have 10 million dollars yeah. Again, just because your parent has money doesn't mean you have money. No, it goes back to that, like, eat the rich mindset, though. It like, does. that whole toxic ass mindset about that. It's yeah. just, it's too much. Like, do the rich need to be held accountable sometimes? Yeah, they do. Yeah. But, like, does it have anything to do with this situation and whether or not they're good at raising no. their kids? Fuck no. And I feel for King and hopefully on his journey of finding his voice, defending himself protecting his mental health yeah we see you king and yeah we're wishing you peace in this moment okay so moving on to story five what is the orange peel theory tiktokers say it can prove true love a new tiktok trend is proving fruitful did oh yeah okay i'm supposed to read this it's <laughs> proving fruitful for some relationships both figuratively and literally many people on the video sharing app believe that true love can be found in something as simple as a peeled orange a tiktok trend known as the orange peel theory is now going viral with this hashtag garnering over 35 million views what is the orange peel theory in a recent video tiktoker um nia not mia 
explain i know explain the theory is the ability to discern how much you can trust your partner by seeing how they react to you asking them to do a small task that you could easily do yourself like peeling an orange let's say for that for whatever reason i hate peeling oranges but i really like oranges i asked my partner hey babe do you mind peeling this orange for me birmingham explains and they could either respond with of course love not a problem at all or they can say no you are perfectly capable of peeling an orange yourself Birmingham asserts that it's not about the task itself. It's about the other person's willingness to perform small acts of service. And this reporting mm. is from the Today Show. Now, this is interesting. How timely is this? It's bitch? so timely. And I'm going to tell a story as to why it's timely. Yes. So I won't say what I was doing just in case, but I was somewhere. Okay. And I walked into the place and I needed to get something taken care of at the place. A service. A service and the person was there and the next thing I know their spouse was also there their partner was there and I was like okay interesting and as the person began doing the service she was like super busy and she asked the person she's like can you do this for me mm-hmm. I just need you like can you make you think it's okay if I say what they asked to do I, I think that's okay she was like listen like I'm not gonna have time to make this coffee like I'm trying to do all the these hell? things what's she doing Clooney she's hell been on disrupting but she was like listen I don't have time to do this can you make this coffee for me the person said no I'm sorry I gotta go I'm gonna be late and it was like such a minuscule thing but it I it literally rubbed me the wrong way right when I got to the car I told Mm -hmm. Paige about it yeah I was like she's busy she has a client here there's people here she's asking you can you make this coffee for me yeah you're busy you're probably running late but you didn't even bargain she was running out the door she had to go do something Mm. you didn't even bargain you didn't even say can i can i put the cake up in start your coffee and put the creamer out and go do i have to wait do i have to put the sugar do i have to you could have done something something and she just says no she just said no i'm sorry like I gotta go trying to be sexy ew like leave that, that shit would have pissed me off that is the opposite of sexy it's let me opposite. tell you and I actually don't think I'm that picky I don't know I'm not like but bitch that's an ick for me it's like somebody ick. that's disgustingly selfish yes you can't even make a cup of coffee or ew. listen how many times have you said like oh shit like I'm so late yeah you could say okay can I start the cure can I put the cup out yeah can I door dash you some coffee can yeah. you didn't even try to find I a know. bargain and to me that bothered me that especially bothers me. Uh, no I won't even say that no. I won't even say that it's gonna be too obvious I know but that bothered me that bothers me as and it's well. the little things yeah it's the little things. who pumps your gas who opens the door yeah. who just like you mentioned the friend that you were around for a while mm-hmm. when he gets up and takes his trash he takes he your takes trash mine. your coat fell he picked your coat he up he's gay but like still i know i just i don't get it and i think that this actually could be a test like it's and a it, full-blown test yeah and it goes beyond just peeling an orange like you said there's so many like situations that this can be applied to yep. um i know like for instance i was out and I was like crossing the street to get back to my car. This person didn't wait for me to cross the street to get back to my car. 
and it was an ick for me. Yeah, it was an ick for me. It was just something that I noticed because even when we were growing up as kids, and yeah. I get it, like mom's family is from North Carolina. There's so Southern influences, whatever. But mom always said when we were dropping our friends off at their house, you watch them and you make sure that they get into their house. Yep, because you don't just the, pull off. No, it's the respectful, the courteous thing to do. It goes the extra step to say, like, I care about you. Yeah. And I want to make sure you make it in the house safely. Yep. Um, so there's just like little things that I think, I think people will reveal themselves to you and it doesn't have to be blatant. Exactly. It could just be the little things. And I think the little things are always what gets me. Yeah, it is. And it's like, you just said it like, that's the nail on the head right Mm -hmm. there. That's the aha moment. People are going to do everything they can to lie on the big performative Mm -hmm. ways. Oh, you know, I'm showering you with gifts or I'm taking you to the nicer restaurant or I'm Mm -hmm. driving the nicer car and all this stuff. But the mark of a person Mm -hmm. is how they act with the little shit. I know. Did he care that like um, you maybe didn't sit down? Did he wait for you to get your food before he started eating? Mm -hmm. Did she care enough to check and make sure that like, you got home saved. Did she yeah. care enough to do this? Like there's so many little things that you should pay attention to. And, and that's why really quick. Yeah. That's kind of why I disagree with what you said. What? Because what did I say? you said at the beginning of this, you were like, I'm not picky. And I don't think we're picky at all, but I don't yeah. think we're picky with superficial shit. Yes. That's but what I with mean. behavioral shit. Oh, I'm picky as I'm hell. Picky. And yeah. I'm okay with that because if you're an asshole, I don't want any parts. I don't want anything to do. Why with would that? I want that? No, I don't want I your think- situation. Baby, <laughs> okay, Jordan Woods, <laughs> but I think it's just like, yeah, you notice it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think hopefully, like, even if this person were to listen back to this story, like, it was revealed to them, like, because people well, pick listen, up on that shit. That person knew when it happened that it was some bullshit. Well, why? But they I, were saving face for the the clients. Okay. It was some bullshit. That's why I'm like, oh, that person's still around. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that would have been it. Because I damn sure would have said something. You know, I would have definitely said, okay, well, you could have at least done this. I know. Like, I would have totally said that. And I then know. you listen to what they say. It's funny, though, too, because that's this is kind of a litmus test. And it people is. don't like testing, like, in dating and relationships and all that. And I think, like, I can probably clock a test when a test presents itself. For sure. But for me, ooh. No, unless you, you would have failed have, the test. Yeah, like, unless you don't have a legitimate barrier, like, to why you can't do yeah. something simple for me. And I almost don't even want to have to ask you. Exactly. Like, I, who wants to go their whole life, buy me flowers. And you said it, like, you know, I like flowers. Like, yeah. no. If you don't do it, baby, I don't have time yeah. for that. And I really it's not don't. even, like, we're super harsh. It's, like, to the point of, it's it's making an effort it's mm-hmm. simple shit because i promise you the stuff they're asking you for yeah. isn't gonna go down do you think that it's cultural though i um, hate to say it because in our master's program mm-hmm. we've been learning a lot about what culture means it doesn't all is that our neighbor going that's our asshole again? neighbor beeping his horn again is somebody go parked ahead. in his spot someone's you in have his spot. to go confirm whether someone's no because then Clooney's gonna go crazy uh, i don't want to miss this this is Who like cares? front we know row it's, football right girl, here this is front row 
row football, but we've seen this game, honey. We got front row seats every damn day. I know. Wait, what was I talking about? Oh, so in our master's program, culture is defined as like where you're from or kind of like your religious upbringing, your morals, your belief system. To me, this would be cultural. Um, even like I've known like as someone from Ohio, mm-hmm. a part of the Midwest, and I would damn near say country i've noticed that i kind of prefer i guess the culture of how we interact in the midwest and i think it can be comparable to like how people interact in the south as well Mm -hmm. which is why sometimes i feel like i'm more used to personality types like that so maybe someone who's used to being in a place where they help each other a lot would be more prone to say oh yeah let me help you with that orange whereas and this isn't me stereotyping i have like someone that i work closely with that's from new york she said it's really hard for her to either offer help or receive help because in new york if someone was offering you help she was always scared they were trying to set her up or rob her and i don't want to peddle stereotypes um, so maybe it's also like cultural influence too. Maybe I'm it's sure, not nefarious. No, but it, at this point it is nefarious. I take the <laughs> shit personal. I don't care. I think you are right. Like it is, it's influenced by culture. It's nature versus nurture. Did you have people do that for you? And like, what did you see and stuff? But I mean, if you want somebody that's going to go their whole life and not open the damn orange for you, mm. not open the door, not make the coffee, not pump the gas, and it doesn't mean it needs to be a one-way street. No, There's, it could go both Sorry ways. to tell you guys, but when you get past a certain mark, the roles start to switch a little bit too. So you're going to have to do things that maybe he always did or she always did. Mm-hmm. So like, but it's that willingness to do to it. Do. And it's, it's also to me, it's a mark of like whether or not you like someone. Yeah. Because I'm not here to just sit in your face all day and tell you, oh, you're cute. Like, no, no you need to serve a purpose. I could give a fuck about that. I could give a fuck. As you know. Yeah. And I feel like I'm actually like not, I don't know. Yeah. Like I'm just not that into dating because I feel like I know who I I like yes I know if I like you yep. like I don't need to go on a date to decide that no because I can clock it on your character yeah, I can clock it you what you don't know is I've watched how you treated the valet the waitress <laughs> did you open the door for the old lady that walked in behind did you, you stand up and give your seat up to the person who has three kids and no chair that's waiting exactly. on a table exactly like those are things that i've I already noticed. clocked this can i just tell you a story about the biggest ick i've ever gotten oh god it doesn't even matter okay. but this happened in like 2021 i think i was on a flight and i was coming home there was a lady with a daughter and there okay. was a fucking middle-aged white man that rules the goddamn roost i guess Mm -hmm. so this lady was she was sitting on the plane and she had put her daughter in the window seat and she sat in the middle the guy gets on the plane he looks at her and he says that's my seat and he points to the window seat she's like oh okay like i put her here like clearly you it's a mom and a child they have a bunch of shit i put her here because did it He's like, oh, I just really want to look out the window. They have to take all of their shit out of that goddamn seat. Mm. So his fucking man baby ass can get in the window seat. Here's the gag. He puts the fucking window thing down and sleeps the whole plane ride. Oh, my God. He didn't even look out the window because it was 10 p.m. Bitch, what are you seeing? The darkness? (laughs) 
what the fuck are you looking at you idiot she what cracked me up though is she sat in the middle turned her back to him and put her daughter on the outside obviously she's not gonna have her daughter closest to the man yeah but that stuck out to me i have never forgotten that moment because i said if that was my son yeah baby that would have never happened if that was someone i was interested in it would have been immediately done (laughs) that and i'm not even saying you can want the window seat (laughs) but at some point it's also about what is the window seat worth yeah you're a man you have no luggage you're sitting here looking like a fucking man baby talking about looking out the window you're a grown-ass 40 year old man and you want to look out the window be fucking for real just be honest just say i paid for that seat and i I want to see i would have respected that more than you lying and making up a story about how you want to look out the window and then your goofy ass goes to sleep and snores the whole flight. And then flight. sleeps the whole flight. And then wants to go home and be on your high horse. I make money. I fuck bitches. Like, no, oh, you're please. you're a little prick that just demanded the window seat from a mother and her child. You like, that's what, what you though? are. I've had some pretty good experiences, like, randomly in the supermarket. Really? Not the oh, supermarket, yeah. Supermarket, bitch, the grocery store. The grocery store. So I was in Julasco, and that's like a regional, like, um what is it called grocery store in chicago it did not exist in ohio and they have the best fucking liquor store like do not sleep on joel osco if you're in chicago don't sleep they have all the little like i guess like wine coolers all the unique stuff that no other store has like the jack daniels down home punch that is my my favorite the red's apple ale that everyone wants to fucking be fucking precious about and not have i like i like all the flavors of the mike's hard lemonade okay now i'm getting excited um (laughs) but that like a whole bunch of people ditched me like these men like ditched me in line and all this other stuff so i'm like wow like ew that's a nick for me and then like i hear this guy and he's like oh like i see like so i move over to the line he's like you have way less stuff than me you can go ahead and go in front of me and i was like oh my god like i it's the fucking little things i was like he is a man i immediately knew his character i was like he is a man be a man everybody else is not it's a boy you want to be treated like a man that's what men do that's what they they're supposed to do so take notes from the man in the grocery store too oh Oh my my god God. i have so many bitch if we talk about icks for the rest of the podcast it could be two hours it could really be two hours long but do you have have a friend ick that's on your mind um, I just think it's funny because I've been watching this guy on TikTok. Fuck. I'm going to forget his name. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Like he has this video called like when your mom doesn't give a fuck. And it was basically like you're in your room depressed and your mom is yelling because your room is dirty and then gives you 20 minutes to clean it. No, Hold I on have one no second. I is. have to give him his flowers. Okay. Um, I'm, 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 shit, shit, shit. Where is it? Oh my God. Okay. I found what? it. Okay. You found it. Um, <laughs> What's his name? It's out pig. O U T T pig. P I E P I G. But he was talking about the friend that doesn't let you be upset. Mm. And you might actually like say that this is me a little bit, but then it, it was also I doubt like, it. I think you're a great friend, but go ahead. Oh, thank you. He was like the friend that never understands what's going on. And it's like, you're sitting there crying because it's like, Oh, I just crashed my car. And your friend basically says, why are you crying? Like, just go buy another one. Yeah. It's like, he does like little spoofs and skits yeah. off of that. But I just wanted to say like the ick's, don't stop at men no baby. The like ics, the icks can also start with women the too. Icks can go you know what my ick is what while we're talking about the grocery store i'm minding my business walking through the grocery store taking a few deep breaths because motherfuckers are trying it uh-huh. okay so i'm taking deep breaths whatever walking through the grocery store this lady just blows through the aisle 
Oh, and that then, shit you know irks what, me. You know what did it for me? What? It wasn't the mom pushing the cart. It was the kid pushing the uh-huh. cart. And you didn't the correct kid your kid. wasn't tall enough to see over the cart. Yeah. The mom sees that she cut me off. I mean, there was damn near smoke coming up from my cart because I had to stop from mowing the six-year-old down. Yep. She walks by, shit. looks at me, doesn't use that moment as a teachable moment to correct her daughter. Or apologize on how, for her daughter. Apologize for her daughter or correct her daughter on how to carry yourself when you're around other yep. people. And that's why people are so fucking selfish. Yeah. Because somewhere somebody didn't tell them you're being selfish. Like you're being rude. And you don't have to do it in a mean way. You no. just say, Hey, like I don't know if you saw her, but she was walking right here, so say excuse me. Exactly. And then next time let's like look both ways before we move through the cart. And it doesn't have to day. be mean. No. That's an ick for me. It, oh, it's a big ick. And let's not even go down the rabbit hole of shit that goes down in the grocery store because the amount of bitches I've had to check out a damn grocery <laughs> excuse store. Excuse you. It's insane. Oh my god. It's wild. Why are people so rude and it's not even black friday it's just bitches looking for fucking breadcrumbs and shit why are people so rude and shit i don't know it's the city thing but you mentioned it before like i'm from the midwest Mm -hmm. i'm from ohio Mm -hmm. we don't we're rude out there yeah but like this to this level oh no no remember we came here i was like people don't even smile they look at you bitch i'm not i'm not the problem i promise you you need to look inward yeah people are not the problem people are like oh i can tell you're not from here i was like oh why and they're like it's just how you act i'm like that's the biggest compliment you've told me in my fucking life you gave me a phenomenal yeah, compliment. I'm so proud of just being from Ohio. And I'm so proud of like the environment, I guess, that we grew up in with the fact that like you look out for your neighbor and like yeah. you smile at people and mm-hmm. you look at people and you want to have that. And yes, that is privilege, me being able to say that because yeah. not everybody comes from communities like that. I recognize that. But what I'm saying is like look out for each other and care about how you treat other people. And even if I think it's that part, like even if you wouldn't consider yourself looking out for others, mm-hmm. care about how you treat people. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you, since you're so selfish, let's put it in your mind frame. <laughs> It's a reflection of you. Yeah. It's a reflection of you. <laughs> so goddamn self. Literally. But you know what's funny too? I spend all day on TikTok and I didn't see this challenge. Mm-hmm. I did not see this goddamn challenge. How you am I missing why? out on TikTok current events? Your your curation or whatever it is. It's My just algorithm. Stuff. It's on cooking videos. I know. And My algorithm, for some reason, I get a whole bunch of like nurse content. Oh I'm my not gosh, a nurse, really? was never interested in nursing school. But like, I guess I just relate to like the nurses hours that they work or yeah. like some of the things that they experience as a nurse like, yeah I've no, realized I get it's relatable. so many mukbangs cooking videos yeah I was getting a lot of Krishan rock content for a while there yeah. there was just a lot yeah there was a lot. Really but I need the like, like philosophical stuff you know you stuff. know I'm my spiritual shit comes up all the time you oh, know I love tarot time. so I get like tarot card readings and stuff like that coming yeah. up on my shit no totally but this philo- I like these sorts of philosophical stories mm-hmm. you know I told you about that hot ones episode I was watching with Kristen Bell and they talked about like oh all my god the let's bring that up so we can talk about it oh my gosh okay since so we're not doing a nightcap you want TV me to recap. bring up the scenario or just hot ones in general we could talk about both i mean okay so obviously everyone knows what hot ones is if you don't Does, just type do it type it into youtube let's explain it it's a great series on youtube hosted by an amazing person who is for amazing interviewer i don't know how he is as a person seems nice he's from um, northern but chicago. he's from chicago exactly 
and what he does is he hosts guests he interviews them while they eat like crazy hot chicken wings essentially (laughs) if you're vegan you eat cauliflower wings or vegan wings or whatever but the essential part is the sauce Mm -hmm. and all of these interviews were fantastic by the way like tracy ellis ross was good you know we used to watch hot ones religiously though so this shit isn't new to me baby it's true to me but should i say the scenario of what kristen bell talked about if you want to i think it's just interesting yeah there was a really interesting scenario and it was based in philosophy which is why i feel like it's interesting that tiktok story came up because when you start thinking philosophically and you start thinking about how you are what you would do in certain scenarios i think think that's psychological oh okay (laughs) whatever you know one of the p words bitch but i think it it just shows you more of who you are Mm -hmm. and i encourage people to do that and this brings it back to the master's course okay we did like a myers-briggs personality assessment and Mm -hmm. like a couple members of the group said that as a family bonding activity they all did personality assessments people need to do more inward looking they do Paige. i agree because but do me, you think the man on the plane knows that he no. acts like a bitch baby no he doesn't he thinks he's hot shit but even when they do the personality test they look at the one good thing that their personality <laughs> says and negate all of their and negate everything else that they should work on but that's the selfishness jumping out it personality is. tests are always interesting to me but now i'm becoming a skeptic because oh, yeah. how are you doing a personality test as a family bonding activity when did we cut bec- the cap bitch when did we become such skeptics why are we so skeptical it's chicago rubbing off I, on me. i don't know i don't even know if it's chicago or you the older you get the more you realize shit people says doesn't make sense i don't and i do think that the older you get the more you realize the things that people say sometimes don't always add up a half the time yeah and it's honestly <laughs> funny because me and Paige will talk about having legally blind uh not Oh, oh my God! <laughs> me and Paige will talk about. You know what that reminded me of the what? TLC show where he was like, she got, <laughs> she got post traumatic. She got post traumatic Down syndrome, not Down syndrome. What the fuck am I saying? What the fuck? Oh bitch? my That's not God! Even fucking no, funny. it's not. But it's post traumatic stress disorder, and he said post traumatic Down syndrome. <laughs> no, that's funny. <laughs> How do you fuck that oh, up? Shit. Oh my but god! Me and Paige, what? I don't even know what I was talking about. Oh we my were talking god! The fuck? What were we talking about? I don't know. That was just so funny. Oh it completely distracted me. <laughs> but anywho, just to wrap it oh up. Oh my god! I have to pee. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to wrap it up. That I don't know good. what it was. Oh, shit. I lost it. I don't um, know. I guess if I remember. Damn, 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 damn. I know because we said post traumatic sh- down syndrome. You said legally, oh, legally blonde. blonde. Legally it blonde. reminds me of the legally blonde moments that we'll have where we're going to peep. Is that legally blonde? Yeah. Yes. Where bitch. we peep people in the middle of a lie, like the perm scene. Yes. Like how like she we'll was peep like, shit. She's like, you got in a shower after you, after took you a got perm? a perm? How many and perms have you had in your life? We've already determined that she took a shower when she got home. Yep. People are so arrogant and think you mm-hmm. you don't have a point to say. And then it's like, well, how would you take a perm? Your curls are intact, bitch. And, and you've there's had ammonium this many perms in your life. So you know. Yeah. No, literally, that's like moments that me and Paige have been catching ourselves in recently because oh, that's so why scary. we're so skeptical. Yeah. Because people, people put on a whole different dog face, shit. Baby, they got three faces. Got three masks. They three wear. Of them. And then they put on a different mask when they go home to their wife. Ooh. ooh. And they, ooh. <laughs> yeah, damn, she gathered the girls, honey. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. All right. <laughs> Since we don't have a Nightcap TV recap, is that all she wrote? 
I think that's all she wrote today. It was really nice being back. And so we'll nice. never let that happen again. We're going to try not, bitch. That's like embarrassing. Bitch, I'm fighting for my fucking life. life. Bitch, I'm fighting for my fucking life. life. Um, okay, so we'll be back with another episode later this week. As always, thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Sweet dreams, night owls. Bye.